started reading texts on the Patreon oh, from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pansexual. That's somebody who doesn't want the pandemic to end. Yeah, uh, Peter Pansexual. What's up, everybody? Chris Stefano, a.k.a. Chrissy Chaos, a.k.a. Chrissy in the Closet Till My Dad Dies. I got stand-up dates coming. I'll be in Providence, Rhode Island. I'll be in Waukegan, Illinois, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Eatontown, New Jersey, and Nashville, Tennessee. Go to ChrisDComedy.com for tickets. All those shows are coming up. We're back on the road. It feels really good. ChrisDComedy.com. All shows are safe and distance and blah, 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 whatever it is. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos. Look who's here, Mark Norman. Hey, hey, I came on the wrong day. I'm an alcoholic. I got problems, and yeah. uh, I got to get my shit together, and I had an abortion. This dumb shit. We were supposed to... T- today's the 27th of April. God knows when it'll come out. It depends when... Uh, well, it depends how high pimp is um, yeah. when, whenever it comes out. But he's supposed to come on the 28th. I, I was going to take my family. I was going to try to sneak my family into Universal Studios, oh. even though we're not California residents. And oh. you fucking blew it. I'll Venmo you. I'll pay for the ride and the diddling. You ready for this? Huh. Five tickets, three adults, two kids, 600 bucks. Ah! Hit me ah, on whoa. the Venmo. What an anal raping. That <laughs> is horrific. At Christian Chaos on Venmo. Um, uh, <laughs> I know uh, I'm doing Rogan tomorrow. I just found out it's in Texas. Really? I'm all screwed up. All, are you really doing no, Rogan tomorrow? That'd no, I'm crazy. joking. I'm joking. And plus, I don't want to rub it in. I know you're dying to get on that show. Oh, what can you do? Uh, uh, you'll get you know, on it. It's going to be a huge deal I when you do. I don't know that I will. I don't know. I think it's kind of one of those things where the reality of it is... Is if I was going to get on it, probably would have got on it already. You no, know? Like, no, he's enjoying this. This is, a, this is all foreplay, and then when you get on, it's going to be the biggest event of all time. Of all time, yeah. Well, well, whatever. Hey, listen. Here's the truth. Whatever happens, happens, babe. You know, it's going to end. You're doing fine without that bald cuck. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Joking, Jojo. Flip it. He Pimp, can. Uh, he can kick me into next week. Yeah, it'd be not. Yeah, I know. I know. It'd be nice to just get your ass kicked by. I know. I'd like to. I think oh, that's yeah. what we should. Uh, we're, I think it's at the place now. At least inside comedy, we won't talk about inside comedy too much. But it's at the place now where I think you know. It's. I'd like to start beating the shit out of people on their podcast. We need to get beat up again. Just a little bit. Just hit somebody. You know what yes. I mean? Like somebody runs their mouth on a podcast yes. about somebody. You go into their studio and you say, okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to give you two minutes to say it to my face. Go ahead. Pre- start. Sing it, sister. If you say it, I won't punch you in the face. If you don't say it, I'm going to come over there. I'm going to knock your teeth out. I'm yep. going to spit in your mouth. Yes. And then, and then we'll be... So either way, we're going to be even. See it on the Patreon. That's what it is. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. But no, you're right. We need that. All this Twitter feuding uh, and beefing. You know what they say? Haters are like crickets. Yes. They chirp all day long. And then when you get near them, they're quiet. They're quiet. My father said this in 2009. Mm. He said, you know what's going to be the biggest problem in our country? He said this tweeter bullshit. Really? I swear to God. My dad's got an eighth grade education. I was like, why do you say that? He's like, because not everyone's supposed to be talking. You're not supposed to hear from everybody. And you got that right. And, and then, you know, recently he said, now you're hearing from everybody. Look at all the issues. Yeah. He's like, what's the difference? He's like, most people shouldn't talk. And he's the one we were talking outside before. He's the one, I, I told you, the last six months of my life have been probably some of the happiest and, and best in my life. And you know why? Because I've been less informed. Yes. I don't know or here, care here. what's going on on the other side of the world anymore because the truth is it's never going to affect me. And my caring about or not caring about is never going to be able to help them in any way, exactly. shape, or form. It's just the media wanting you to be upset. So what I do is I make sure my family is well taken care of as best I can. They're happy and healthy. And when I go outside, 
I teach, you know, my daughter, hey, treat everyone with kindness, respect, and love. If I see somebody that needs assistance, I will always help them. Anything that's in front of me that I can control, I try to control in the best possible way. I don't worry about if the, you know, if the coral reefs are dying in no, Australia. No. I don't know. If they were dying in Brooklyn and it was going to affect me, yeah. I try to do something to help. So that's because that's what I think. That's what it's all about. Even if like, you do help, you better film it. Yes. You got to show oh everybody God, you're a hero. Me? Yes, pimp. Yeah, 100%, dude. The vaccine. Yeah, we show everybody. I got I got the vaccine <laughs> I did if you guys need a card hit me up at Christy Comedy patreon.com slash Christy Comedy we're giving out fake vaccine cards to the Patreon members only it's just to Johnson the there's yeah. no two there's only Johnson did you get the vax I got the vax just so people would leave me alone look at what? this I got a fucking uh, band-aid tan one shot or two I got the doozy the deuce yes I got so what four is a, a, a Pfizer Moderna. Moderna. Did you get sick after the second one? I felt woozy and I did soul Joel's and it was great. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you just plowed through it. I plowed through and Joel was trying to talk to me and I said, boy, you're fat. And yeah. then I uh, did the show and, and went home and it was a long night, but we did it. I love soul Joel's. The Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, man. I uh, <laughs> Shout out soul Joel. If you guys Fu don't know, Flu. Soul Joel, he's got, he puts up a tent in Royersford, Pennsylvania. Yes. And, all, and everybody's going there now. The, here's the thing. When the quarantine happened, when the quarantine began, people's, everybody started playing in soul Joel. Joel's world. Yes. Because Soul Joel, and again, go follow him at Soul Joel. I think it's Soul Joel's Comedy Club. Just Lounge. Google Soul Joel's Comedy Lounge. Go follow. He's always got great shows on. Killer. The thing is, is he was always, for, since, since I've known him since 2009, 2010, he was always putting up tents in a parking lot yeah. and doing shows. So then when the whole world shut down, he was like, oh, dude, you're on my turf now. Right. And he built this out. I mean, he got you and me and, 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 and Dice and, and Brewer and, Dice and Lucy Nikki K Glazer. and all these guys yeah. to come to this field in the middle of Tim Dillon. These rednecks out in PA are getting the best show in the year. The best show. And yeah. he pays. 90% door deal, fuckers. You got that right. I yes. know. Dude. So, yeah, so you came on the wrong day. We weren't set up. We weren't ah, set up. We were doing homework with the kids. We just eaten all the... You know what? Because the thing is, we are, Pimp and I just ate all the pancakes, too. We had my uh, oh. girlfriend. She makes pancakes. She makes nice... Everything is with spice on it, though. She makes banana pancakes, puts chili flakes on it. The I don't know what the... Hispanics. The Hispanios. Kids in cages. So we had... I know, dude. I mean, that's what it is. And Hey, but, they want to get in here, right? They want... Exactly. And now Biden, you know, Kamala Harris is handing out books. Ah. She's handing out her books to the people coming into the border it's Hope just it's a, not dr seuss it's a i know right. dude let's i know dr seuss is i know my kid <laughs> sorry my i kid, can't say anything you just no, go dude, off the, on well, anything. the other day my daughter was reading a dr seuss book eating fucking goya beans i was like look at this nazi <laughs> 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 isn't yeah. it nice not to pretend to care oh, you know it's everybody's so exhausting oh it's all bullshit i love too like you know like with the oscars or the people that just like dude here's the thing being in los angeles now for the past two months it's just you know you asked me because you said you came to that and it is a beautiful house thank you shout out beautiful. True, T true tv thank you you paid for half of it you scumbags uh, um, <laughs> uh, well season one it's a season one budget so they're like hey listen we can't give you the whole way but Good i was point. like hey you know i'm not one of the jokers so <laughs> so you hear that mur you're replaceable yeah i'll fucking kill you um <laughs> <laughs> so oh boy that's a threat <laughs> yeah dude he'll sue me for that Probably. so um you know he came and he said oh beautiful house you're probably never going back to new york and the truth is is i know that there's bullshit everywhere i know that there's bullshit everywhere but New York, it's a little bit less in your face. I yes. feel like it's a little bit behind the closet. We're here. It's like, you know, you're talking to people and you're just like, listen, every the people I've met have all been kind and nice and great. But, you know, you see somebody jogging, you know, by themselves outside with a mask on, nobody within 100 feet of them. Yeah. And you're like, you're not doing that because you're scared of COVID. You're doing that because you're posturing and you want to be like, hey, look at me. Look at me following the rules. I want to just walk up to these people and be like, hey, 
Trump lost. Okay, uh, you won. <laughs> right, you won. Right. You got Trump out. You won. Yeah. You can take the mask off now and stop playing pretend. Yes. Like you're really actually scared of COVID because you're not. And if you are that scared of COVID that you're wearing a mask on in the middle of a field by yourself, then you're such a bona fide pussy. I have zero <laughs> respect for you. So either way, get out of my face. Yes. Just get out of my face. Also, I'm gonna shove an acai bowl up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that quinoa? Yay. But yeah, if you yell at me while I'm not wearing a mask, you're risk of getting COVID is worse. So you're actually putting yourself in harm's way to yell at me or to seem cool or to film me. The rules are starting to make, the rules are starting to become so crazy. And listen, I'm somebody, I believe in, you know, I know that COVID's very real. The vaccine, I don't, you know, I don't trust the media at all anymore. Like they were showing the other day that it's running rampant through India and they show a picture of a woman laying on the floor in India. I'm like, how do I know that that's COVID? Yeah, the main dish over there is diarrhea. Yes. I don't don't know what's, how do I know? They're already, they're they're in poverty. They're shitting in the street. Yeah, She could be on the floor. Yeah, because she drank the water, dude. I'd be on the floor drinking the water in India. It's just what it is. It doesn't necessarily have to be COVID. So I just think like, because here's the thing is I think a lot of, What's happening now is the media, now the, as people, they're starting to really lose a grip on mm. COVID and it's starting to be like, oh shit, well, they're not as scared of it any, anymore. They're not going to stay home and watch the news and click the links. So now there's variants. All of a sudden there's right, the vaccine. Now there's right. variants. Yeah. Okay, so now they're like, now you got to wear three masks. It's like genders now. Yeah. There's another one? Yeah, there's another one. Jesus. You know? And then you notice like things, that, and, that, and, that, and another thing we were talking about before, where now it's just like whatever the agenda is, right? Because now it's like, Whatever happened to plastic straws? That went out the window. Yeah, no. Now yeah. all of a sudden, I guess it's okay to kill the turtles. Or what about ISIS? Where the fuck is ISIS? Been? Yeah, where is ISIS? Exactly. Are they quarantining? No, Man. they're just not. The news cycle is doing a good enough job with COVID scaring everybody. But when we start to get vaccinated, you better believe ISIS is coming back. Yeah. I'm telling you, when I'm, we reach herd immunity, I miss it. I miss ISIS. I'm I like, know. please, something we can all get behind and hate. And that's uh, it. Yeah, I follow dude. them on Facebook. There it is. I know. I know. I like. I fucking good. I know. We need a license. So let's get, let's bring the beheadings back. You what know? about the Asians? How are they doing? I saw Bobby Lee. He seems fine and gay. <sighs> yeah, I mean he's fine. But Bobby Lee, you know, I guess I guess with the Asians, you know, who hates Asians? That's how the, we're scraping the barrel here. Like, yeah. no one's ever in a room like these fucking Asians. Well, I'll you know tell what? You. you know what? I've happened? heard other groups. You know what? You know what? Here's the thing, though, right? Here's the thing. I hate this, but this is this. I think this is the truth, and people who are a lot smarter than me can say why I'm wrong. And I would love to have a conversation because that's the scary part about being in America right now and I would assume the world is you can't even have discourse. You can't have a discussion. I can't even, I can't even have a discussion. So I would, I'm just like to have a discussion with my friend Mark. If you want to you know, uh, enlighten me, fine. You know, Please. you try to cancel me, then you've gone too far. It's stupid. Right, but if you want right. to enlighten me, I think that's how we get to a better place as people. But People, the people make believe that that's what they want, but they really don't want it. They just want to cancel you so they feel better about themselves because everyone's really a narcissist. So, <laughs> so that's just what it is. It's like, you don't You're fucking right. care, guy. You had the Oscars, shut up. It's like when Ricky Gervais hosted. He was like, get up here, get your little yeah. fucking award. He said, you're in no position to lecture the public. It's true. It's like, They're all pedophiles. It's like you're acting, you're making believe you're somebody else. It's like, yeah, my Why, daughter does yeah. that shit every day in a room. Like, <laughs> you know, like, so does oh, my you're schizophrenic a mom. Shut yeah. up. But, but, um, I don't even know what I was talking about. Uh, what was I talking about? I was going on some full fucking of shit. The stupid. Oscars. No, wait, the ratings are through the floor. Isn't that satisfying when yeah. you hear that shit? I'm like, yeah, yeah there's some sanity them. out there. Yeah. And we're comedians, and all these comics are just picking a side and going full force. I'm like, That's what it is. Shouldn't we stand back and just be observing the fucking cuckoo's nest that we're watching here? Well, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing is like, look, you, you know, even when people want to talk about racism and hate and all that, and of course those things exist, of course, but yeah, you know, you know, the most, you know, you know, usually, you know, usually, 
usually who the most racist people are? People of their own race towards their own race. Oh, you know, man. nobody's enslaved more Saudi Arabian people than other Saudi Arabians. Nobody's so fucking true. tried to cancel more white comedians than other white comedians. So true. Nobody kills more black people than other black people. Right. Now, all these things are true, but the scary part is if I say that, yeah. which is just a fact, if I say that, I'm a racist, I'm a Trumpy, I'm a this, I'm a that. You can't just have an, you know what I mean? You can't just say yeah. what, what is an actual fact because the thing is a lot of people, you know, when you come with facts, they come with emotions and emotions uh -huh. are always going to win over facts. You I know? don't feel safe, I'm threatened, I'm triggered. Listen, dude, you're always here safe with me. Remember, you're home in your white palace right now, okay? <laughs> We've brought you home. Um, I love it here. This is yeah, a very dude, nice, safe, white place. This is a safe, white place and we got the Puerto Ricans upstairs. They, yeah. You know, yeah. Keep them cleaning. <laughs> They're keep, yeah, they're up there. They're locked guess, away. Yeah, there's a, a cockfight yeah. in the backyard too. Yeah, with well, big money too. If you want to get involved. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. We're betting, and we're, we're starting to upgrade now. My the Puerto Ricans, they're starting to do. Uh, they're accepting Bitcoin for the cockfights <laughs> in the backyard. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So yeah, so so you know, I like, but that's the thing is, I like, I like that you know us as comics and friends for so long, you could just talk openly and honestly and not have to play pretend. If you go on television shows and try to do this, you just have to play pretend. And I, I know. get why those people have to do that. I get why Jimmy Fallon has to make statements and stuff. Because right. the truth is, Jimmy Fallon's a drunk that probably voted for Trump. So it's just like, <laughs> it's just like that's, and that's okay. That's yeah. okay that that's who he is. That's yeah. okay. He can't be himself. When eventually, you know, like when the NBC show, when you lose it, when you get fired or you just move on, then mm. you start to come out and we start yeah. to know who you are. And then you'll really be like loved. Yes, you know? that's like, true. The ratings will go up if you did sure, that. Sure, but he, I get why I can't do it. It's like I used to host a show for Major League Baseball, mm. right? And they said that the Major League Baseball's agenda was we want to make baseball younger. That's what they told me. That's mm. why they – it was me, Sway, and Fat Joe. <laughs> uh, the, the, we were the hosts. <laughs> Fat Joe told the greatest stories of all time. Sway's amazing. And Melanie Iglesias, uh, you know, she's – um. if you've ever watched Guy Code or Girl Code, she was on that show mm. with me, and she's like a Maxim uh, uh, cover girl. Ooh. So it was like four, you know, like whatever. And they told us – they said, we want to make baseball younger, okay? Mm, That's okay. why we're teaming up with MTV. So I said, okay, great. So we would do interviews with the players. The players would tell great, I mean, already humongous players, David Ortiz and Adam Jones, the great guys, would tell great stories about how, hey, you know, I, I, got, I was hung over one day and I hit three home runs or, yeah. you know, we were out in Tampa and, you know, I saw one of the assistant coaches getting a blowjob or something like right, that. Like, that's fun. But no names, fun shit that would be like, oh, look, they're humanizing Yes. Them. Edit it all, oh. cut it all. What airs on the show on MTV? These players talking about their charities and how they want to give, how you can give back to a charity. It's like charitable wow. work is great. Good, give to the charities. Why are we putting this shit on MTV? This ain't entertainment. This is an entertainment, dude. It's like wow. so, so like that's why the internet is winning. The internet, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess eventually. I guess eventually the internet. They'll probably somehow these same I people know, that run Hollywood will get involved in this. But until then. Why not try to bank, you know, as much content and money and because the thing is like, yeah, the money is, you know, the money is, is great. It's almost even more. And I think like really doing podcasts and the Internet, you can make more money doing this than you do TV. I you know like definitely do, oh, doing yeah. TV, unless you're like a humongous star. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, like big, big names, of course, get a lot of money. But for the most part, I think. You know, you make. Well, I know I'm hosting a TV show. You're doing great. I'm hosting a TV and show for True TV. That's the thing. You got your toe in both pools, which my, is scary. Because for me, it's not one versus the other. For me, that's the way I look at it. It's like, like you can that. do TV and the internet. Like it, yes. it, nobody is ever making you choose. And if they ever did make me choose, I would choose the internet and yeah. podcasting. But the TV 
station I'm working for is not making me choose. They're like, hey, we know exactly what you say and do on the podcast. We're cool with it. Yeah. You know, if things get out of hand one day and you say something crazy, we'll fire you. And I'm like, that's fine. Because guess what? Most likely, I, I'm not, I don't want to get too ahead of myself or be arrogant about it. I would just think that if I ever did get quote unquote canceled for words, mm-hmm. most normal people would be like, that's ridiculous because yeah. I've, yeah, I've made jokes about Asians and blacks and whites and spe- there are jokes. I'm doing yeah, comedy. I've I'm never a comedian. Said, I don't, I almost think like you can't be, you know, Hitler wasn't funny because you can't be hateful and funny. It's one or the other. Ooh. You know what I mean? It's like all we know as comedians, when somebody ch- says something like Michael Richards, when he started yelling, the end, was, he's not a funny comic. I like, know, but that was a great set. It was, yeah. <laughs> he yeah, killed. yeah. But no, that's true. I completely agree. And I think our only hope is that, the internet gets so big that because t- TV is silly. Like you yes. just try to show a kid a TV is like, what is this yeah, box yeah. this with the knobs yeah. on it? But I think eventually the internet will be so big and every, all the eyeballs are going to go there that the TV has to go. All right, all right, come back. We need come you back. now. Right. We'll, you 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 put out whatever you like. We'll 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 film it. Yeah. We'll expose it and all that. But it's going to take a minute. Well, even the even the you know the TV network that I'm on, you know, True TV, even they have now, it's like built in, it's like an online presence, like the YouTube and the Twitter. So it's like, you can't really have one versus the other. But, you know, Homeless Pimp and I talk about it like, you know, say what you want. I understand the Tonight Show and Stephen Colbert wasn't what it was. Everybody, you can't deny that it wasn't what it was, but they still get 500,000 views in a day. Do they? Yeah, Yeah. right? That's what Pimp says. Every day, I check every day and they do better than every pod every day. Oh, is that right? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. I thought we were killing. <laughs> I know we are killing, but I, we are killing. But For a I, bunch of nobody douchebags, we're doing pretty good. You, yeah, I mean, dude, making money from the couch, you know? Like, yeah. Like, look, dude, you know, I'm, you know, with, with this podcast and, and my Hey Bay podcast, I make more money doing this than I do hosting the TV show. There you go. But again, I don't want to, I don't want to, and there, and even if I didn't make more money doing this, I would still love doing this because I can be me and free and That's say whatever I want. It. And my fans can either say yes or no. They don't right. have to be like, you said that, now I'm going to take away your Colgate. And it's like, because TV people, they have to, they have to, I get it. Like they got to play ball on true TV. There's 10 net, there's 10 station, there's 10 shows on. So like if one of the people, and on nine one of, the of them are jokers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If one of the people say something crazy, then it's like, I get, they have to be like, oh, we got to cut that because that doesn't go along with the values of our other 10 shows. But I know. in podcasting, it's like, you're here for my values. Exactly. Either subscribe or don't subscribe. And that's what I wish like the world would just be more of. It's like, if you don't like it, then. Fine, like Dana White said about the UFC event the other day, he was like, hey, people in Florida seem happier because it's like, people still wear the mask. If Mm. you're wearing the mask, I'm okay with that. If you're not wearing the mask, I'm okay with that. It's your choice. And he was like, people just seem a lot happier here than in other states where I agree. I mean, I've been in California for two months and I'm like, these people are scared and they seem tense and miserable. I know, and their houses are big and their cars are nice, but you talk to them and you're like, oh man, you're depressed, you're sad, you're delusional, you're going to kill yourself. And suicide is up, uh, depression is up, anxiety is up, and like, where's that talk? Nobody's talking about it. It's just mass, 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 and all this shit. And I get it. You say you care, but your kid is not socializing and he's rotting away and he's going to go back to school and shoot another kid. Anxiety's... (laughs) Speaking of anxiety, yeah, no, I know. And listen, if you don't want to shoot that kid in school, go to transcendlabs.com, promo code chaos, 50% off all your CBD products. Yeah. There it is. (laughs) The whole internet versus podcasting thing, isn't this what movies and TV did originally? Like, this doesn't feel new to me. What What do you you mean? mean? Like, everyone's like, oh, you're a TV star? Hack. Uh, right. You know, TV's this, cool now, though. I mean, look well, at Breaking Bad saying. and Mad Men and Tr- Sopranos. They you're saying it flip, and TV is keep, shit. Yeah, or movies are shit, and it's gonna keep flipping. So, uh-huh. the real question is, what's the next? Again, 
I think I, you're right. I'll go back. I'll go back to what we're saying outside to the words of the great Chaz Palminteri. Homeless Pimp also runs the Chaz Palminteri podcast, which is wild. Um, uh, nobody cares. That's what Chaz says through the Bronx tale I constantly. Agree. He said, and that's the every time you text Chaz, he'll sign every text with nobody cares. He's, Be, that's great words because, to live and it's by. It's true. It's like, hey, you're doing what you want to do. I'm doing what I want to do. As long as I'm happy, it's like, who cares? It's like, you know, people will comment, you know, things negatively all the time on social media. And it's like, I just delete them, man. It's like, yeah. I know Gary V tells you, leave it up there and <laughs> lean into your negativity. It's like, nah, dude, I'll just delete my, I want to be happy in my life. I don't, I don't want to let negative, somebody comment something negative, I delete it. It's like, yeah. what am I, fucking a pussy because I'm deleting? It's like, no, dude. Nobody there's cares. No, there's no strength in, I don't want to look at that. But, I, I'd rather just delete it and keep Living on and being as happy as I can until I, you know, get it's, fucking put in jail by AOC. That's some <laughs> <laughs> that's some Zen shit though, because you know we've all left a conversation like, oh, that joke bombed. Oh, that was stupid. Oh, I'm a nerd. Why'd I say that? But then you walk away, and goes, they're not even thinking about me. They're no. jerking off to a baby photo. Of course. I mean, look exactly. Look at how many times. Look at how many times. I'm sure it's happened to you. It's happened to me many times. Look at how many times you've done stand-up. Before you were even selling tickets. Before you had a, your actual oh, fan yeah. base. But look at when you were just out there. You were headlining, though, but you didn't have many fans yet. Yeah, it was a They'd nightmare. They'd come up. You'd, you'd be shaking hands after the show, trying to sell your merch or whatever yeah, like that. Yeah. And 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 uh, they'd come up and say, hey, I love that joke you did about whatever, but it was the features oh, joke. It wasn't even your yeah, joke. Yeah, because yeah, the truth yeah. is, everybody's half listening. I know. Everybody's always half listening. I know, so Your comedy, true. your speech... Yeah, it makes people happy for a day or two, but it, nobody, it doesn't change the world. I know. It's so true. Or when you get heckled by the, the lady in the front, and you go, fuck you, you dirty cunt. And the crowd turns on you, and you're in the shower the next day going, what a color of cunt. Yeah. I, I was just two minutes into my set. They hated me for an hour and a half. Yeah. Damn it. I went too hard on the lady. Yeah, dude. It's because I'm telling you, man, reading this book, 48 Laws of Power, has been helping. You said you read this in college? I read that in college. Wow. You how know, was, a page or two. How was it? It's great. I mean, it's empowering. And it's the cool thing about that book is it's all the same shit. Everything you're thinking and worry about. We think this is all new. We think we're all special no. and different. That shit is all stuff. There's a, your boss is in there. Your mom's in there. Your cunty girlfriend's in there. Yeah. You're, you're, you're History questioning examples. your sexuality. I like that. The, the one thing I love about this book so much is it gives you laws that can apply to every... Oh, these uh -oh, are the notes swastika. I did with Segura. Uh, <laughs> uh, these are the, the... He didn't care about this book. He was like, all right, next segment. Nah, um, he's like, not oh, a sorry, reader. Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> um, but this, it gives you examples in history about like, you know... It all relates. It all applies yeah, today. They're like, hey, what you're going through right now... Some he was going through in the 1200s. I know. Stupid. And you're like, wait, this is just what happened to me on Twitter. It's yeah. all the same. We're yeah. all cum guzzlers just like we were 100 years ago. 100%, dude. Shout, guzzle cum. Yeah. Um, and if you want something to guzzle to cum with, go to magicspoon.com slash chaos. <laughs> That's the cereal goes good with cum. Ooh, uh, that ain't milk, folks. Yeah. Um, uh, we, because you, you know, we, didn't, we weren't prepared for you. You came a day early, so we didn't have the chapter planned, so we're just going to flip oh, through one. sorry. Hey, what is this, story you time? Fucked me. Come on, we were rolling. We don't need to ruin this with a book. Here we go. Law 45. Preach the need for change, but never reform too much at once. Judgment. Everyone understands the need for change in the abstract, but the day-to-day -day level people are creatures of habit. Too much innovation is traumatic and will lead to revolt. If you are new to a position of power or an outsider trying to build a power base, 
Make a show of respecting the old way of doing things. That's if true. If change is necessary, make it feel like a gentle improvement on the past. That's brilliant there shit. There you go. There you, you go. Some, some kid needs to uh, translate that into like millennial yeah. Gen Z talk. Like, yo fam, it's lit when you're yourself. Fucking. You know, or some <laughs> bullshit. Just so everybody gets it because I think it's a little too heavy handed sometimes. But here, it's all brilliant. Here we go. The cat, creature of habit. It loves the warmth of the familiar. Mm. Upset its routines, disrupted space, and it will grow unmanageable and psychotic. Jesus, is this Vinny? (laughs) Jasmine? Placate it by supporting its rituals. If change is necessary, deceive the cat by keeping the smell of the past alive. Place objects familiar to it in strategic locations. Okay, so they're saying don't get get too crazy with the change. Right. That's like, you know, like when a new boss comes in and all of a sudden they start firing everybody and making all these changes. The people, your employees are going to hate you. They're going to hate you. Just be like, hey, I like like a lot of stuff what the old guy did or girl or whatever it is. I like what they did. The they be. I like, oh, because you can't say now. transgender. The, the trans. Um, trans Jenner's running for governor. Oh, she's going to get my vote. She's a Republican and she loves Trump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. Bruce was the runner. Yeah. All right. I'll there it is. I love, yeah, she's a fucking murdering Republican that's going to win the state of California. <laughs> but that's the truth. She's probably going to win. Because you think? I, I mean, I would think because people are in this state are going to feel like, well, I can't not vote trans. Then I'm not appreciating Ooh, trans life. That's, oh, that's what I want to get to, by the way. This one I want to get to real quick is we were talking about before when you said, oh, the Asians, whatever. Listen, Black Lives Matter, right? That mm. whole thing, Black Lives Matter. A year ago, if you said all lives matter, you're done. People are getting mm. fired for all lives matter. But now look at where we are. Stop the Asian hate. Trans lives matter. This one. It's become all lives matter Ooh, right before our eyes. It's all lives matter without you saying it. Everybody else just got on board. So boom, here we are with all yeah. lives matter. And everyone's like, no, this, this, this. So it just depends at what point in history they want to come after the right, bullshit or not. Right. Because the truth is it's all bullshit. And, you know, the, the world changes so quick. It keeps changing. and It's hard to keep up. And then they yell at old people. Old yeah. people's like, I don't know the terms now. I thought it was person of color. Like, no, it's BIPOC, you old cunt. And it's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> BIPOC. I don't, I don't I have Twitter or, or, or Clubhouse. I know. Queef. When people ask me what college I went to, I say BIPOC. <laughs> I say, I'm like, I graduated from BIPOC. They're and then like, they oh. go, fuck you, boomer. And you're like, okay, well, now you're just putting them in a group. Now yeah, there's just other groups and oh, you're, you're slurring them now. It doesn't matter. Here we go. Pimp's got something up. What is this? LGBTQQIP2SA. Is this one of Elon Musk's new kids' names? What is this? <laughs> Lesbian, gay, bisexual. Okay, so LGBTQQIP2SAA stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, questioning, queer, intersex, pansexual, two spirit, androgynous, and asexual. Two spirit is a term used by some indigenous North Americans to describe those who fulfill a traditional third gender ceremonial <laughs> role. The local democracy reporting service said this is what the guy Maxi was. Remember, our, we had a, we had a guest on the show, Max. He was a he's like a hair and makeup guy that I know in here. He said he's like a he's a two spirit. He's a two spirit indigenous two spirit. Yeah, he's a two spirit. He's just he doesn't know what he is. He said every day I wake up and I'm a different one of the letters. Whoa, yeah. man, that's gotta be a, that's so exhausting. Yeah. I, I just you know jerk off to whatever gets me going that day. Same with me, dude. Yeah, that's, whether it's a relative or a, or, or a hobo, whatever I know, it is. That, that's how I feel. It's like sometimes I'm watching like, you know, like whatever, like lesbian porn. Sometimes I'm watching porn that looks like my wife. And then the other day I was, I jerked off to Wade Boggs because I was just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just, I was just reminiscing about the good old Yankee days when he was sure. riding around the horse and I just, it was turning me on his, you know, his butt bouncing up in those pinstripes. I miss baseball. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, it's trying to skew younger, yeah. and and I've jerked off to your wife as well. So yeah, we, it's all full circle. Clip it. 
Clip um, it. But yeah, pansexual. That's somebody who doesn't want the pandemic to end. Yeah, uh, Peter pansexual. Doesn't it feel like some people, uh, that's somebody who fucks peanut butter. But doesn't it feel like <laughs> some people go. are like, uh, they don't want this to end. They want to keep the sadness going. They want to yes, keep it, the trauma going. You're like, what are we doing? We got to get out of this. Well, here, here's the thing. Here, And again, here, this is just my point of view. You know, I'm a fucking, you know me, I'm a dumb shit, whatever. Same. But so we're not, you know, whatever. We have fun, but we, you know, spew our opinions, whatever. But, you know, we're not Jordan Peterson's over here. No, but, you know, I don't think no. about it so critically. I don't think about the 10,000 things, but it's like, you know, like this pandemic, right? So many people now have had an excuse as to why they weren't doing well in life, as mm. to why why I have been Ooh, failing. Interesting. Now, because now what kind of the playing field was level for a little while. It's like, oh, my job is closed, or I can't do this, or I can't, whatever field you're in. So now they want that. They're like, oh, but once the world opens up again, I have to go back to being a loser. I have to go uh -huh. back to feeling like I didn't accomplish anything. Uh -huh. So let me make sure that this stays even where nobody Whoa. can do anything and everybody's upset. Because what happens if we open the doors and flip the light switches on? Now I have to look in the mirror again and be like, shit. I live in my mom's basement. I don't have the money. Right. I, I'm 40 years old. You know, I, yeah. I, I went, tr I only have money for half the trans surgery, you know, right, right. Like, you know, like what am I supposed to do? So, Damn. so I think, I think that's what, and that's what I think, at least in comedy, that's what I saw a lot of people doing is going after each other. Cause you're like, Oh man, like you're now have to face the reality of is like, you know, so far, this just hasn't been working for you. And listen, yeah. at times it wasn't working for me, but of I course. just, I just, you know, listen, that's push through once you have, I, you know, I got kids once, you know, I have two kids, a third on the way. Like once you have kids, it's like, you really either got to like, I got to find a way to make it in what I've chosen because my family's, you know, uh, uh, counting on me or I have to step away and be like, I can't, I got to leave this behind. Mm. It didn't work. It sucks, but my life's not about me anymore. It's about you know, getting my kids to where they yeah. need to be. So, because my whole goal is I want my child to have a better life than I had. Mm -hmm. So that's what I focus on. But a lot of people don't have kids or a wife or a boyfriend or a husband to fall back into. So then they just, mm. they just get. And they attack you because they want you to be as unhappy as they as are. As unhappy as them, man. And it's like, once you're happy, it's like, I realize like, I, that's how I know. I know like nobody's like maybe all the way happy all the time. We're all works in progress. But I feel like if you ask me, hey, are you happy? I would say yes, because I don't see anybody getting something that's making them happy. It doesn't make me feel anything other than happiness for that person. I don't feel jealousy. I don't feel like, hey, why do they have that and not me? Because I'm happy with what I got. So I'm like, yeah. go, dude. You can go. go. You could be the host of The Tonight Show tomorrow. I'd be like, dude, I could write a pilot called The Chris Stefano Show. It gets picked up and they hire Mark Norman to be the lead. I'd be like, great. I'm going to get the money on the back end. I mean, yeah. my family's going to eat like happy for Mark, you know? Like, everybody wins. Everybody it's all wins. about. Trying to prop each other up, help each other, hang out, have a good time. But yeah. we're going to jerk off to murder hornets. What it, no. You don't care. You don't. Yeah, you don't care. So it's all, it's all bullshit shit. Our, it's bullshit and our priorities are out of whack. Like fat people die from COVID, but nobody wants to call you fat. So sure. we'd rather not call you fat and let you die. Sure. You know, but we got to, sometimes you got to be a little mean or do the right thing. It's that's what childbirth and all that is all about. Sure. It's like, you know, you go, Hey, you can't have magic spoon every day. And yeah. the kid goes, I want it. I want it. You go, you can't, you can't. And the kid cries, but it's the best thing for the kid. Right. But if you are going to have a cereal, magic spoon is a good alternative. It's keto friendly. Yeah. It's all, it's got no sugar and it's got 17 grams of protein. What? Do you guys think we need bullying as a country? I, do. I think it's natural. It's, yeah. It sucks. I was bullied. You know, sure. I cried a lot. I'm gay. But, like, I think it's, it's part of human nature. Yeah, I think. Because then it's like, what? If there's no bullies, then, like, what am I fighting for? Who am I fighting to get past? It's like, but be, I think being a bully, you know, 
gives you like a little bit of like that sense of urgency where, mm. you know, I'm like, hey, you know, I listen, when I started playing basketball, I, you know, granted, not that I excel, I was fucking division three. So it's like, you know, it's like it might as well be handicapped, but I still like excelled for division three athletes I played. And the reason why I practiced so much and took a thousand jump shots a day and worked on my ball handling is because when I was, you know, a little bit younger, the, the kids were older than me would bully me and pick me last or hit me in the head with the ball and be like, you suck and give me wedgies and make me That's, blow them yeah, and shit like that. Yeah. And, and then I was like every day when I was in that gym or like my father was grabbing my rebounds or helping me, I was you know, I wasn't saying it out loud, but in my head, I was like, you know, fuck these guys. Like, I'm going to show course. up one day. And then, you know, what's interesting about drive and motivation, and I think it happens again with everybody, is by the time I was so much better than them and was excelling past them, and then, you know, they were in the park smoking weed and drinking beers mm -hmm. and doing stuff. By the time I got to the point where I was clearly, I was the one getting the scholarships, I was the one, you know, excelling at things. I didn't care. All uh, the anger about that was over. I had dissipated all that anger and energy into putting it into the work to get past them. And once I was past them, I didn't even care anymore. I was like, I'm not even going to, I don't, you know, five years before that, I was like, I'm going to rub it in their face. And I was imagining this day when I would score 40 points on my bully's head. And then those things happened. And I just kind of felt, I didn't care. I'd be like, right. let's go out and get beers. Let's eat pizza. Like, I'm not mad at you anymore. You conquered it. It's I, almost like you got it for yourself and you're good. You didn't yeah. even need to win. You just need to do it for you. Yeah, man. I just needed to do it for me. And I think that's a lot of things. It's like, I agree. by the time you get to the thing you're motivated at, you don't probably don't even care. Like, I know. And you're, not, you're still not happy. I mean, I mean, look, look at us. Look at us right now. If, if, if 10 years ago when oh you and I first God. met, if I would say, hey, Mark, you're doing this. So all you're doing, you got sold out shows. You're adding shows. You're making money. You bought an apartment in the West Village. You're, you've pretty much met your heroes with Seinfeld and sure, all that. Sure, sure. You would say, dude, I, I, I would think I'd be so happy. Yeah. But now, but look at you. Then you got to get more and more. Gotta, and then you got to get the theaters and a, and a TV so, deal so, a But movie. I'm saying, if just I told you that, you'd be, uh, you'd be like, great. You're right. And you're, right. you're sitting on the podcast with glass on hungover because you drank yourself into a depression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? I know. Because I you're like, ah, how come I don't have what that guy has? <laughs> you're right. You're so right. We all, but we all do it. If you would have, dude, if you would Of course. Listen, I'll say it once. I've, I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it again. Magic Spoon is the best cereal I've ever eaten in my life. It tastes like all the cereals we used to love as kids, except zero grams of sugar, 13 grams of protein, four net carbs. Only 140 calories per serving, and it's keto friendly. So we can, t you know, taste the cereal. It tastes just like when we were kids, but it's for adults, really, because we're not getting fat off it. I'm actually getting in better shape. I swear to God, there's been multiple times I've went to the gym, and instead of getting a protein shake, I've just come back and eaten a bowl of Magic Spoon. I swear to God, I'm not even. I'm not even kidding. I have eight boxes of Magic Spoon in my kitchen right now. When it gets down to six, I order eight more because I always need to have Magic Spoon. As soon as homeless pimp comes into my house, he starts eating Magic Spoon. My daughter started eating my Magic Spoon the other day. I almost freaking disowned her. I almost told her she was adopted because I was like, "Give me back my cereal." So if you just go to magicspoon.com slash chaos, you have to go put that in the URL, magicspoon.com slash chaos, and then use the promo code chaos, $5 off your order. Get the variety pack. I mean, they're not telling me to say that, but that's what I like. You got cocoa, frosted, they got the fruity flavor and the peanut butter, which is my favorite. I love the peanut butter, put a little bananas in it. Yum, yum, yum. Magicspoon.com slash chaos. Use the promo code chaos, $5 off. Pimp said they have a mac and cheese flavor. So if you want to go wild and try that, go ahead. 
head. But for me, it's about the peanut butter and the cocoa. That's what I like. And I'm telling you, the, the flavors are awesome. And the Frosted is just great. I mean, the Frosted is just... Listen, if I'm being honest with you, I love Magic Spoon so much. Any flavor for me is Frosted because I jizz in it all. Magicspoon.com slash chaos. Promo code chaos. $5 off. I swear to God, I love this cereal. Even if they stop sponsoring the show one day, I would still go buy the cereal. It's the best. Magicspoon.com slash chaos. I got to talk really low right now because my family's sleeping upstairs and I would be able to talk at the top of my lungs if they were just wearing Raycon earbuds. If they were wearing Raycon earbuds, they wouldn't hear anything but the soothing sound of whatever music they're playing. But instead, they're going Rayconless, so now I have to whisper like ASMR and get weird in here and whisper and my dad's sitting right off camera because if I talk any louder than this, my family's going to come down and beat the shit out of me. But Raycon earbuds, if you want an earbud, first of all, it's wireless. Shout out. It's amazing. Wherever you go, these puppies go with you. I've been, you know, trying to be uh, a Chrissy Fit lately and get go on long runs. And I've been using the Raycon earbuds. They, they match seamlessly to my Bluetooth. I put them in. It doesn't matter how much sweat or how wet my ears get. I got more ear sweat than the average guy. They never mess up. The Raycon earbuds are great. They're a great gift. They come with cool packaging. They, you charge them in a wireless charging port. It's so crazy. I mean, if I'm going to be honest with you, the only problem I have with them is because they're only earbuds is sometimes my daughter takes them and puts them in her doll's ears and I can't find them. But for the most part, they're the best. And here's the thing. All you got to do, Raycon offering 15% off all products. Just, you have to go to, the website's a little tricky. Here's what you need to do. Go to buyraycon.com slash chaos. That's B-U-Y R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash chaos, and you're going to get 15% off. But you have to go to buyraycon.com slash chaos. I mean, Ray J is in charge of the company. If you don't want to support Ray J, then who do you want to support? Because I support Ray J, okay? I support two groups of people. One, I can't say. Two, Ray J. Ray J, Melissa Etheridge, all these celebrities, I think Snoop Dogg's involved with this. Everybody's involved with this. Go to get the Raycon earbuds. They're cheaper. 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash chaos. I'm telling you, it's the best purchase you can ever have. I'm going to put them in my ears when I go upstairs tonight because my girlfriend's going to yell at me. All I, when I started comedy, the first time I did stand-up in 2000, uh, the first open mic I did was 2009, the Maui Taco. With, oh, wow. shout out, remember Maui with Taco? Hector? Hector Luis. Hell yeah. I, he's still alive. No. I think he is. Well, he's not yeah. returning my calls. Yeah. So, so like, I, all I ever wanted to do, the only thing I ever wanted to do was I wanted to just be able to get paid one time to do something. Yeah, I remember just that paid. too. And now it's like, now it's like you'll turn down gigs for money where you're like, what? I the know. The would have went, are you crazy? I know. You're turning that crazy. gig down? Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. but I think that's a lesson. I think that goes beyond comedy. That's just a human being thing is, but I think that's it's what- It's the motiv- ball up the hill, the boulder up the hill. Sisyphus, you got to do it. Syphilis. Yeah, but, but how, uh, yes, you had syphilis. Many times. Which I'm is a, a crazy, I'm you don't hear about people getting syphilis. It that's just, old school. It's like scurvy. Scurvy, dude. It's yeah. Benjamin Franklin and Mark Norman. Those are the only <laughs> syphies. Those are the only syphies I've ever heard of. Yeah. Um, I love a cute. Terrible STD. It's yeah, very dude. exciting. Well, you know, syphilis, you know, if you would have got syphilis before penicillin, you know how you would have went out, right? So here's the thing about history. Maybe this is the Chris Reed Stefano segment. Is um, Dementia? I think it eats the brain, It right? eats the brain. It goes up your spinal column, column by column, like a ladder. Columbine. And eats, and columbine. It eats your brain. And that's why a lot of people, when they say, oh, 
King George, the Mad King, or oh. King Henry went mad, or so and so went mad. Now they look back, scientists think, oh, they probably most of them had syphilis. Whoa. That's what was, that's what's making people go mad. Here we go. Syphilis can invade the nervous system at any stage of infection and causes a wide range of symptoms, including headache, altered behavior, difficulty coordinating muscle movements, paralysis, sensory deficits, and dementia. I have all that. Yeah, dude. Imagine <laughs> oh, one of them was shit. joke writing. All, all Norman's bits got tight when he got syphy. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the spine the right way. Hit the spine the but right way. Speaking of bullying, they're homeless is uh the the weird thing is all the anti-bullying people are really bullies yes. they bully the shit out of you and you're yeah. like it's kind of like the defund the police people are very police like police stop saying that don't do that that's against the rules well, you're like, dude it's Whoa. like you look at you look at people's tweets right you look at all these people that are very loud i forgot the girl's name but the mike racine had went at her um um but all these people all and, and she's just one example there's many examples of this sure where Somebody goes after you, they say blah, 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 and then all you got to do is take 20 minutes and go back into their tweets and you'll find all the bad stuff they've had because the truth is, is they were always bullies. So right. 10 years ago, they were a bully tweeting racist things and saying hurtful things to people. And now just 10 years later, it, it's reversed. Being a bully is actually being woke. Like being wo mm. over woke is like what you're really doing is you're actually bullying. You were always a bully. You've right. just disguised it now in this act of righteousness. But your act of righteousness is bullying. That's, yes. You know? Because, listen, I think being woke is great. I think in the beginning it was good. Uh, people wake up, realize stuff. That's great. But like anything else, it's now it's overcorrect. It's, it's like PETA. Like, hey, look, we don't want to hurt animals. I got it. Like, start this PETA thing. But then you step on an ant and people go, you're going to hell. I'm going to kill you. Put him in jail. It's like, well, you went too far. You Again, blew it. It goes back to the you can't even have discourse. You can't even, you can't even say anything that's going to like disagree mm -hmm. with anybody or if you even go to a group that's you know not white and say hey can you teach me about this to be like that's your fucking you need to learn it and i'm like yeah uh, well, now, i don't know if we're gonna get I anywhere have a question with this. for you guys do you think america would exist without bullying it's founded on bullying no what do you mean oh like because the whole we, country's founded well on our bullying. last president was a quite a bully you know it it's, was we we enjoy it and we get behind the bully look at the bullies always got a crew you yeah. know, yeah, you, you feel safe with a bully. I mean, I, I, you know, you don't like the guy, but it's uh, they get shit done. They get shit done, dude. With the mafia, it's the mafia stuff. And listen, people. And the thing is, though, people always turn. Like besides your family and a few close, close friends, people always turn. Even this country. You know, the way this country was first. You know, when we were the first colonies, thirteen colonies. You know, Britain. Britain helped us. They were like, hey, you're like our little brother. Mm. They were because France was up in like, you know, the Canadian area, which is right, you know, right to the north of us at that time. They would, the French was always trying to, they were killing us and they were stealing our crops and they wanted the 13 colonies for themselves. So the Britain said, hey, you know, as long as we're here, fuck you, mm. you know, fuck you, France, you know, this is our little brother. Yeah. And then, you know, things happened and then we started to get mad at Britain and then right. all of a sudden France is helping us beating up Britain and it's like, the things just flip so quickly. It's just yeah. in 15 years, now all of a sudden the people who were the bullies are on our side. And exactly. So it's like all these things change. So that's why I don't get bent out of shape with all this stuff. Even if somebody attacks me, I'm like, dude, in 30 minutes, you'll be on to the next thing. I know, Like I you're know. just like, but people get so, they, 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 spend waste their whole lives seeing something on the news that's never going to affect them it's on the other side of the planet or the country i'm like dude look outside is it sunny right I now know, the birds are you are happy chirping. to have water and food yeah. what do you who cares feed your kid you spent nine hours on facebook you could have learned the xylophone by now you're yeah, retired you you're wasting read. your life exactly we're on earth for one little blip 400 million sperm didn't make it you made it and yes. you're on fucking twitter you want kids or no 
I think I do, yeah. Yeah? Well, are you going to start p- pumping him in there? I got to get get going. I'm already 61, you know? I gotta, no, what I are you, 36? Yeah. So yeah. I got to get it going. No, but, but, you're, but I feel like guys can have kids... Yeah, but I don't want to be the guy who can't pick him up, and uh, you know he's dementia out in Bideny. You know I don't be I don't want syphilis. Yeah, you never know. Well, dude, I just saw a thing. This is the the last the last um, person whose father fought in the Civil War just died like a year ago. Do you understand how crazy that is? So some guy who who just died a year ago. I think he was 102 years old when he died. His father had him when his father was 88. And his, when his father, when the 88-year-old father was 15, he fought in the Civil War. So that there was a person go, living uh, just until a year ago whose dad fought in the Civil War. Wow. So it just says it's like men can, you know, there we go. Helen Jackson was by most every account the last of... The widow of she was the last widow of the Civil War. Ah, okay, she fucked the guy. Yeah, she fucked the Civil War vet. Got it. Yeah. So you know, what, homeless, what happened? homeless pimp looks like a Civil War uh, <laughs> soldier. He does. Yeah. He'd be. I. I would say. And and the pimp. The pimp. He would fight for the Union, but he'd have Confederate tendencies. That's yeah. what I'd say. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. And then you get gangrene. But where you're from in New Orleans, in New Orleans, do they still have Civil War stuff up there? Like, oh so, yeah, oh yeah, Confederate stuff still statues are up, right? Battle of New Orleans. I don't know about that. That's a good question. I think a lot of that came down. But well, you know what's uh, interesting too is like with the people who want to rip down the statues. Most of them are like all like you know like they want to rip down the statues and they finally get the government to do it, but they're too weak to do it. Like they're all <laughs> vegans and shit, and they don't. They're all so they're like skinny twerps. So they always need some like blue collar Republican to actually rip down the statue. Right. It always was ironic and poetic for me. I'm like. Some, Okay, yeah, but you actually can't do it, so let's just get the guy you hate to do it. Right, pussy. right. Well, um, now it's weird because you can't tell who's the bad guy anymore. Like, I, you know, we used to love Columbus. Now we hate Columbus. And yeah. then, then it makes you wonder, is it going to change now? It's like Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and all these guys we look at who are like sure. these, uh, you know, trendsetters and everything. Well, in 100 years, it's going to be like, Steve Jobs hit his dog or well, whatever. Well, the Confederacy, the Confederate, Confederate statues, I, I get, uh-oh. The hell so was that? Just, Vinny just slammed the door. Is everything okay? What did I do? Oh, did, she, did you? What happened? Uh-oh, that Is she coming down the good. stairs? She's not coming down the stairs. You sure? Okay. That was a quite. Did you delete a... my DMs? I told you to delete my DMs. Fucking <laughs> <Looking> guy. <laughs> yeah. You'll know. We'll know if we can turn the if, if my clothes start falling into the pool. There, we'll turn the camera and we'll see. Well, as she's starting, <laughs> as she's lighting my new merch on fire. <laughs> um, uh, you know, even the statue stuff. You know, it's like I get the Confederacy. You know, they lost the war. I get it. Ah, eh, whatever. But like other people, stat. It's like, dude, people who lived. I mean, look at us. People, some a guy like George Washington who lived in the late 1700s. What he thought he was doing wasn't necessarily. He didn't think it was wrong. Even, sure. Look, look, look. Uh, I was watching the uh, the movie Waiting the other day. Waiting with wow, Ryan Reynolds. I just rewatched that too. It's, it's on Netflix. It came out in two thousand five. In the first five minutes of the movie, they say, "Hey, if you're working here, you know, we play a little game where you look at another guy's dick yeah. and you get kicked in the ass for being." It's like, yes. that was just 15 years ago. And he's it, trying to fuck the hostess, who's like 11. You can't even make a movie like that anymore. No. So imagine 250 years ago. It's like, so So oh what do you do? God. You cancel Ryan Reynolds in the movie now? Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't understand. And I'm I like, bet he thinks about that at night. His head's on the pillow, and he's like, oh, that waiting movie was no, fucking nuts. R- <laughs> dude, no, Ryan Reynolds, what I love about Ryan Reynolds so much is not only is he an absolute hottie with a body. So he'll get, hot. He'll get softly kissed on his lips, but he... He like leans into stuff. Like he tweeted out, I saw his fun. He always makes me laugh. This tweet when he's when he got the COVID nineteen vaccine, he goes, "Just got my five G." 
So, <laughs> you know, just so it's like, so he does things where he's like, he plays into it. He's like, I know the hypocrisy of it, but I'll still do the stuff. I really, I, I actually really like Ryan Reynolds. I, I like him too. He's got he, a funny ass Twitter, man. He did apologize for having a, a wedding at a, at a slave, how would he call it, plantation. And uh, that felt a little more like I'm just getting ahead of this than yeah, I actually yeah. give a shit. Yeah. Which I get. I get. He doesn't want to go do a fucking press conference and apologize. he probably didn't know it was a plantation, right? Did he think? They're beautiful homes on, the, on beautiful green and grounds. I mean, I don't. I get it. I grew well, up you, around there. I was going to say, like in New Orleans, plantations are like bodegas. They're just yeah. everywhere, right? They're I, on every corner. Yeah. I had slaves. <laughs> it was great. It's what it is. <laughs> yeah. It was great. <laughs> it was great. I mean, they're beautiful places, and I get it. There's history, but there's horrible history everywhere. I mean, every every step you take is an Indian burial ground or a pedophile house or whatever it is. It's a, wherever wherever you go in the world, there's issues, man. Like, yeah. I, you know, I get it. I, and listen, I, we got problems in America. Of course there's problems in America. There's going to be problems everywhere, dude. Of course. You think the problems are worse here than they are in fucking Pakistan? No, everybody's no. trying to get in here. Obviously, you know? something we're doing something well, right. I love China. I love that where everything's like with the Chinese. It's like they, got a whole, they take a section of the population that are Muslim and shave their heads and put them in concentration camps today. I know. You can see pictures of it on Twitter. They the Chinese government Instagram live streams it. They don't give a shit. <laughs> Not to mention the fucking kids making Nikes and oh, then Uniqlo God. and all that shit. Look at I this. Love. This company monitors prisoners in Xinjiang. It won an innovation award at an event sponsored by Amazon. So, what does this mean? Everyone's all angry because they gave an award to a company that just is being terrible to prisoners. Sure. It's mm. like, but this is what I mean. Like, do you, you know, like these people, they're all animals. So it's like, it's all just eating each other. I mean, the, everybody just, eventually it's all pariah behavior. They eat each other. So that's why I like just, I do, my thought is I I do comedy. That's what I like to do. It's cathartic for me. I, I, hopefully my comedy can help people laugh and forget about stuff. Yes. And whatever. That's why I do it. If you don't like it, that's fine. Don't come to the show. If you like it, it's helping you. That's great. But other than that, it's like if somebody else is doing something, like I don't care. Like if somebody makes a racist joke, it's like I'm not going to get on the thing and be like, fuck you. It's like uh, no. that's, that's their thing to deal I'm with. I'm going to buy man. a ticket. Yeah, That exactly, sounds great. Dude. I mean, look, racism is bad. We know that. That's not comedy. Tell me why it's good and now we got some. Now we got some. Yeah, yeah just make it interesting. I mean, we're, we're coming out. We're getting a babysitter. We're parking. We're paying yeah. for drinks. Tell me something kooky and wacky and entertaining at least. Uh, yeah. Here's what, you know what's great about this podcast is you guys can't see, but in the background, my mom is here from New York and my stepson and my daughter, and we they weren't supposed to be here because Mark was supposed to come tomorrow. Ah. So now we have to do the last 20 minutes of the podcast under the guidance of my mother. So ah, that's what it, so I now, know, so I now we're doing her. a show for my But hey, guess what? But remember, remember in, uh, a few years ago, Caroline's, I don't know if you remember this, we did the March Madness uh, yeah. competition, which they used to do at this Caroline's Comedy Club. It's like the first thing that like I ever did, like the first time like I ever got my name in the paper or like ever right. got like appreciated by like a comedy club owner but they starts out with 64 comics and you all do a minute joke or 30 second joke and it's like the audience votes claps yeah, who's moving tough. on who's moving on or actually no at that point i think it was a panel of judges it was yes. it was the owner of the of the club caroline hirsch the, the booker, booker. louis veranda and then they would have like an agent or yeah, whatever yeah. and then so that's how you move on so like wow i, I forgot about this i was 100 percent like completely like brand new into comedy been doing it a year or two like killing I, it though i knew some of these guys but like nobody like i never like the clubs nobody had ever an agent never heard of me a manager never heard of me but i went all the way to the elite eight of this tournament it's and a that's, bracket system it's a bracket system. i kept competing. winning i kept winning and and winning this thing and i was like oh shit like i've got and it was the final eight was like me norman sam morrell i think nick uh this guy nick cobb oh yeah Phoebe cobb. robinson yeah was there and then i forgot the other ones but anyway my mom said you were one of her favorites she always what? she always remembered you you sam morrell 
she liked, and then Harrison Greenbaum. Well, he's a gay. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, he's a nice kid. But, but uh, he is gay. that was a wild time, and it was me and you, I think, at the end. I at think the it was end, neck yeah. to neck. Well, well, then one year I got all the way to the championship, and it was me versus Norman, and Norman won the scumbag. Yeah. He beat that, me. That was a big deal. That was like one and two right there. Yeah, and, and what, did you, what did you, I forgot what you won. Nothing crazy, right? You was get it? like 200 bucks and a, and, a, and a fleshlight or something ridiculous, <laughs> you know, but you know how Uh-oh. cheap Caroline's is. But yeah, that was a big deal and I had like a little I got a little misty after yeah uh oh I just heard my mom whisper what's a fleshlight oh, uh, <laughs> I'll send her one I got a million of them <laughs> oh, I got a question for Mark what's the worst comedy gig you've ever lived what's the what the worst comedy gig oh my god the worst gig ever probably like I've done a million corporates and I've told the story before, but I got this big gig because Seinfeld shouted me out. And once Seinfeld did Met, that... I was at the Mets game he shouted you out at. That's crazy. I was crazy. sitting in the stands. Wow. How crazy is that? I was at the freaking Mets game that he... Sh- he Have shot- you told the story about how he doesn't call you anymore? Oh, yeah, yeah, we okay, did, okay. No, we okay. did it. We did it on... Uh, we did... I, I have a... For the $25 members at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy, we do a thing called the Chris and Eddie show. I call it Edibles Eddie's, where uh, I take an edible with Homeless Pimp, and then they wait 30 minutes, and then I do the show on Eddie's. And we uh, call it the Chris and Eddie show, and holy. I Told the story. I started reading texts on the Patreon oh, from Seinfeld. <laughs> oh my God, that's wild. That's wild, dude. And I was like, oh boy. So Pip was like, put it at the 25 level. That's how we thought of the idea. Because I was like, we got to put it out, right? He was like, yeah, but dude, you started reading Seinfeld texts. Yeah, oh and I was like, what God. do we do? He's like, what if we put it at the $25 level? I was like, all right, yeah, let's give a name. And he was like, well, you took edibles. I was like, uh, the Chris and Eddie show. He's like, oh, perfect. You get to the $30, it's Cosby text. Oh yeah, yeah, but, dude. Oh yeah, I'll start. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so, you know, it's crazy. He's shouting me out, yeah. whatever. And it didn't do shit for my career. I thought, oh, I'll be selling out the next day That's, didn't make a blip yeah i mean it was good for me and my mom fingered herself and all that but other than that it was uh hey mom oh sorry <laughs> uh. she knows she's done it and uh <laughs> yeah so uh what was i saying sorry your mom's distracting oh, me yeah 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 so but what it did do was these corporates hit me up like who's this whiz kid that seinfeld's talking about you know sure. and so i got hired by all these giant pharmaceutical <laughs> ford oh, motor company money, money 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 it was a good year yeah and i bombed every single one of them but this one in particular they bought me a tuxedo they got me a limo to philadelphia in this beautiful ballroom it was a drug company it was like the uh the, the oscars for a drugs right for like pills and pfizer and all this shit and it was a three-hour thing. I was supposed to do 15 minutes up top. And actually, you know, Jimmy Kimlin, do the award show. Sure. Ellen DeGeneres, whatever it was. Billy Crystal. So I bombed the first 15 minutes. This is like the biggest gig of my life. This How many is, people are there, would cards. you say, roughly? Huh? How many people? I don't know, 600 in a Ooh. ballroom, tuxedo. It's oh. like, that's the guy who owns routers, and that's the guy who invented the iPhone. Harvey Weinstein. Six. Yeah, all yeah. those guys were there. The whole thing. Yeah. Al Gore. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. And so I got to do all the, you know, the best uh, antidepressant goes to the do to die. You know, all the, the drugs that sound like black women's names. And <laughs> so I'm in the tuxedo. I go up. They hate me already. I got to eat dinner with them too and right. then they go Mark Norman the host and I go up there but up there's a big podium and everything and the first 15 minutes I die zero zero and I'm doing tonight's show like testing no, Norman, material you got great bi- if you if you ask Mark to do his A stuff it's killer shit oh thanks yeah. and obviously clean and all that so yeah. I was like man this is a tough group but I did one joke about a, a vibrator but it's very clean it's just I mentioned the word vibrator once I see a woman get up in the back uh. she walks out <laughs> 
I go, ah, whatever. She's probably menstruating or miscarrying or whatever it is. And then I go back, uh, you know, to my act, blah, 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 bombing, whatever. Then we go into the award show and I'm bringing up, oh, this guy won. He comes up, says this little thing with the trophy. I make fun of him and then they didn't like that. So at one point, somebody's giving a speech and I have to, I have a moment off to the side and this lady in a headset's like, get over here, get over here. She's like, you pissed off the CEO's wife. She's furious. She's chewing him out in the lobby. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but it ain't pretty. And she's kind of crying a little bit. I'm like, what is going on? Oh so I go God. back up there. I'm like, hey, the award for uh, the best diarrhea pill goes to this guy. So he comes out. He, and then they bring me back. And they're like, you're fired. He's pissed. The CEO is yelling at me. He's like, how could you say that? My wife is furious. You're such a misogynist. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is all Tonight Show stuff. Yeah. And he, I, I was like, I hope for Seinfeld with this. He's like, you're, you're a disgrace. You should be ashamed of yourself. They fired me. They made me return the tuxedo. They gave the stack of cards to some random Indian guy, and he had to host the rest, and they sent me home. What? Yeah. Did you get paid? I had to fight for it, but I got like half the money. Shout out Judy Marmel. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah it was a nightmare. Dude. I know wow. it was a long story. No, Sorry, no, no. But that it was is crazy. a nightmare. And because and, you, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing is in comedy with, with a corporate gig like that, first of all, it goes that way for us, for comedians, for your peers. We love it. If we were in the back of the room, we'd probably be dying laughing. I know. Because nothing makes a comedian laugh harder than when other good comedians yeah, bomb. Right. Because yeah, you, when you're bombing, you know, if a bad comedian bombs, you're like, ah, you know, want to get help this poor yeah. guy out, whatever, it sucks. But when a, a comedian like Mark, a great comic, bombs, it, nothing's funnier because it's <laughs> like, you, you know, it's just like we're like, these are great jokes and the crowd just sucks. And you're like, hey, where are you from? And you're sweating and you're just doing dumb <laughs> yeah. and you're bringing out your notepad. And we all yeah. do it. I've, you know, I've bombed plenty times and people are just laughing you know bombing in front of colin quinn when he's just right, booing you in the back right. uh, or you know nothing better one, one time i bombed in front of robert kelly and i just heard him from the top of the balcony in the fat buck he just goes "Ugh, you uh, stink <laughs> <laughs> and he just and he and, he, and, and never he hit the, the k and stink and it like it like ricocheted like off the thing yeah. i was like ah and uh but 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 what what a thing a hidden thing in that is when you bomb a gig like that not only did you lose that opportunity, but so many rich That's people true. in they that talk. crowd. They you could have made $500,000 over the course of two years because this guy's picking you up. Because they all want to have a bigger dick contest. The CEO of Pfizer's like, oh, that Norman guy, right. I got it for my birthday party. And then the CEO of Moderna says, fuck you, I'm, yep. I'm going to yep. get it for my birthday party now. And it just keeps going and going and going. But I'm sure there's, you know, that was a bomb, but I'm sure some of the other ones were great. No, nah, they're all pretty bad. <laughs> I, I did one. There's another one. So the guy saw me, the seller, hedge fund guy, goes, I'll give you five. This is six years. I'll give you five grand to roast my company. I'll give five grand. It's the most money I've ever seen in my life. Of course. Life. He's like, come up to Westchester. I go to this golf course. It's Ferraris and Bugattis. It's the richest people on the planet. And I get there, and he gave me a cheat sheet, like a rap sheet of all the dirt on everybody. So I go there. He's smoking a big cigar. He's got a scotch. He's like this hot guy with slicked back hair. And he goes, all right, you're on. I go up, white tablecloth. Everybody's loaded. Families, moms, dads, the whole thing. The whole company is there. And I go, hey, Richie. And he goes, eh. And I go, we all know you're gay. His wife's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I knew it. We all knew you were gay. So they're fighting. I was like, oh, that's a bomb. Hey, uh, hey, Reggie. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we all know you're a coke And he's like, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? <laughs> it's all bombing. Everything's backfiring. Nothing's working. Hey, uh, Sid, we all know you're cheating on your wife. She's like, I knew it. The fucking plate flips over. Dying. The guy in the back's going. 
So then I go into my act, which they, you know, they're like, hey, what, what's the deal with Uber? Yeah. <laughs> they already hate me, you know? Yeah. And I could see waiters like, ooh, this is bad. So I ended up doing like 12 minutes, supposed to do an hour. And he cut the mic, he pushed me off, and he chewed me out on the deck outside. But you got the five grand. I got the five grand. That's all that matters, dude. You yes. got the five grand. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, dude, those hell. But it's, I wanted to ask you this. And again, I know this is like talking about comedy, but I think it just applies to everybody's life and career, no matter what you're doing in your life. Do you ever miss like, like the even though you know making money now and doing great and and I said get to know your heroes and traveling all over the world? Do you ever miss like you ever reminisce about the times when like we were just doing Ochi's Lounge and running sure, from open mic to sure, open mic yeah. when there was really no pressure, not at a anything. care in the world. We just did the Laugh Lounge and then Sean Donnelly's Ochi's Lounge Room and then you did you know maybe the uh, um, you know O'Hanlon's on right, 14th Street with right. Hector Louise or just running to the open mics and. You're getting on stage for a bringer show or handing out flyers to get on stage at 2 a.m. at Broadway. Yeah. And, and I, I, there was times where, like, I would, like... It was innocent. It was adorable. Pop out of bed, like, so excited to yes. get to do it when there was... Really, like, I wasn't... I was paying to get on stage. I wasn't, yeah. make, I wasn't doing anything. Totally. Like, I hadn't reached any of my goals. And now, like, you know, we're always trying to reach goals. But, like, now I, again, have some of the things in my career that the 10-year-old open mic, Chris, Chris, would have been, like, never even dreamed I could have what I have. Mm. But I still think about those times yeah oh yeah so oh, you yeah. go through that i go through that all the time because now it's all money and uh, what about your agent did you get that gig what about that audition and it's the fun is gone now it's a lot of uh just business 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 which is good and important and we're trying to make a living but there was a purity to like oh i got this new bit work and it killed it O'Hanlon's man you tell your friend he's like man that is a good bit yeah. and, and then you go on there and somebody brings you on the road i'm opening for tom papa oh my god we get yeah. free food in the green room yeah all that shit was amazing yeah. it's interesting too because you know like when i wasn't getting like when i was opening for someone or 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 you know featuring or even even very you know early stage like headlining like the currency was cuz the money was nothing you know you make almost nothing you almost lose money going out to some of these gigs sure. but the currency was standing out after the show and like saying hello to the people and greeting them and and you know did they think i was funny or 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 did i did i make them happy and 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 that was like how i was getting paid like people saying hey you know i really enjoyed that show you know even if they were negative towards it i it was just currency where I I was like, wow, this is it. Now that I'm actually making money, I don't even go out and meet the people because I'm like, right. I don't want to talk to anybody. Right. And there's something sad about that. Where I, I think agree. about that a lot, I'm like, man, the old me used to go out there and give everybody hugs and kisses and who cares about selling the merch? But now I'm like, oh, I don't want to go out there because I want them focusing on the merch. It's like, don't become that guy. Don't like, be that guy. Just go out there and who cares if you're Kevin Hart or right. you know what we were 10 years ago. Right. Like, the people are everything. Yeah, yeah, and you got to be grateful. You got to sit back, and this is amazing. Just this camera alone is probably a couple thousand dollars. You could have never had that. Yes, absolutely. And you got to be grateful, and you have fans that like you. Yes, and that's what it's all about. And you gotta, you gotta be nice to them, and you gotta meet them, and you gotta support them like they support you. Even with COVID, I got to be honest. Like, even though I know there's rules and whatever, like even like you know my my girl, you know her name's Jasmine. We call her Vinny on the show. Even Vinny is like, hey, like if you take a picture with somebody outside or at a show, you got to have your mask on. Like you you, you can get hurt. I'm like, I got in trouble for that. But I'm already kind of like I don't care. It's like then. Well, I'll make my own choices, man. Like, I know. I, it's, it's me not having a mask on killing your grandmother. That's Shut what up. they say. They you go, know? well, you're, you're spreading it or whatever. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. I talk about this on stage, but here's the thing. where It's all about opening the country, keeping the country closed for the grandparents. It's like, my grandfather's racist. They're right. all racist. It's like, I thought we were trying to get rid of the racists. You ever, yeah. you, you know, if my grandfather had a Twitter, it'd be brutal. And you know? <laughs> I bet. I'd love to follow that. Oh, my God. But, Maybe but I, I should will... start tweeting as my grandpa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That'd be that's great, good. dude. That's Let's good. make the ghost account. Me and you 
we'll do it. <laughs> pop, 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 <laughs> pop, uh, DeStefano. But I will say that the bullshit is when they see with the no mask taking the photos, just email me and go, hey, man, what's up with this? You're going to hurt people. You're going to hurt yeah. yourself. But instead, it's blasting it out and sure. making it public. And you're like, you don't care. You just want to make it public. Yeah, you want it. What they all what they want is to take is by you, th- them taking you down is more looks at them. Right, so they're, right, they're right, using right. you as a vehicle to get more... F- Which is the most sinister thing on the planet. It's horrible. Yeah, I'm a big fan, yeah. and I know you bombed opening for Seinfeld, whatever happened. Oh, yeah, man. Well, we're still cool, and I think it actually made still, us closer. Do you still talk to him? Yeah, you yeah. Still, we he texts text you all the time. We text probably, you know, once every two weeks. Ah, so he's not... I thought maybe he didn't text me because he was. He doesn't get into... He didn't have service, or he got a new... <laughs> I thought maybe he got it. He still have the same... We'll ch- compare after the... We'll compare yeah, numbers. Here, hold on, hold on. Yeah, right, no, say it out into the camera. No, we, won't, there. we won't show it. No, we, we'll keep it off the camera. But is this still his number? <laughs> hold here, let me check. Here, yeah, oh, br- hold on. Hold on, on. Let me get let, mine out. Just yeah, take a look. Yeah, we will make sure it's not on the. Ca- oh wait, he's calling right now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> hold, hold on. I'm um, maybe because I think maybe that's why. Maybe because the texts haven't been going maybe through. Maybe you're it's, a digit off. They keep saying not delivered. So I think that's what it is. Info, man. Just seeing his name on my phone is still bananas. Yeah. What do you think? Is that is it the same? That's it. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God, it hurts so bad. When I sent the last text, I showed Jasmine, and she goes, did you send that already? I said, yeah. And she goes, why would you do that? Oh, really? I sent, he sent, like, a really nice text. I sent two, you know, two sent. I sent four paragraphs of text. Oh, that's what it is? And she was like, do you have any idea? She was like, she was like, what about like girls? She's like, do you think I would have ever texted you back if you sent me a text like that? I was like, no, I would never right. send you a text like that. She was like, that he's a, it's like going after a hot girl. What are you doing? It is the same feeling. You know? I'm like, oh, I'm deleting, I'm checking, yeah. I'm spell checking. Yeah, it's yeah. terrifying. She called her mom. She was like, you don't believe. She was like, we blew it. She's like, now we're gonna have to stay in this roach infested Brooklyn apartment because he blew the text to Seinfeld. You got that right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still worried about meeting Kevin Hart. You know, I'd yeah. like to meet him, but he, I say his name every ten seconds. He probably hates me in his mansion. I'm I wonder like, if you'll get sued queef. for that eventually. Maybe. Hopefully that'll oh, be, a that'd be great. Oh my, your Patreon will go through the roof. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm sorry. Go ahead, tell the Seinfeld story. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'll yeah. just be quick. But uh, he's got a, you know, he's got a strict regimen with the opening. You know, you got to do 15 minutes clean, mm-hmm. no clock, no light. And as a as a layman out there, that is hard to do because you just have to time it in your head and hope you're on the nose. Think about any if you're not in comedy. Think about 15 minutes. Think about if you can do anything without looking for 15 minutes on the dot. If I said, hey, just talk. Freedom of conscious, freedom of consciousness. Just do talk for fifteen minutes on the dot. See if you could do it. Yeah, you couldn't. It ain't, it ain't easy. It and ain't easy. you want to do well, and you're judging laughs, and you're 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 you feel his breath behind you. So there's a lot of plate right. spinning here, folks. Right. And uh, I think I went a little short because I was I thought long would be worse. You don't want to be the guy going too long. What am I, a black comic? So <laughs> I uh, I went short, I think, and I got off, and he wasn't there. He's not on the side of the stage, and I'm like. Uh-oh. And I had to make a, an executive decision, and there was a Hispanic grip there. Hold on, hold on one second, Mark. He wasn't on, so you already did your closure and said, please welcome to the stage, Jerry Seinfeld. No, he does it like you go out. The, there's a guy on the side of the stage on a God mic, and he goes, hey, Mark Norman. You go out, you do your 15. Thank you, good night. You walk off, and then they go, ladies and gentlemen, the lights go back down. It's a big intro. It's fun. The people love it. Yeah. He's very popular. Yeah. So... Uh, I got back out there, and he wasn't there. So the guy on the God mic, he's just some old guy with white hair who's scared of getting fired, too. I mean, the, the King Jew will ruin your career. So he's like, uh, he's like, uh, I was like, what do I do? What do I do? He's like, I don't know. This has never happened. So we're back there going like, ah! 
And there's some Hispanic grip playing a casino game on the phone. And I go, what do I do? He goes, you better go back out there. And I go, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I went back out there because you can't leave an empty stage. You know, it's like a boat without a captain or whatever the hell it is. Yes. And uh, I went out there and I was like, hey, folks. And one, you could see they're all like, who's this douche? He's back. Yeah. We hated you already. You're back. We're here to see the other guy with the yeah. TV show and the yeah, Kramer yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the George. So I do a couple minutes and I, it went okay. And one guy goes, Jerry, Jerry, some mook from Long Island. I could tell. I go, hey, shut it. But it's a clean show. So I couldn't sing them yeah. like I wanted to. So uh, I, I do a couple minutes. I'm sweating bullets. I got the back sweat. Uh, I got anal leakage. I go back out there and he's furious. So then they bring him up, and he goes up, kills that How do you guy. know he's furious? Did you know he's furious when he walked past you, or yeah, did you find oh yeah. out he's furious after the show? You could feel it both. You could just feel it coming out of his coming out of his eyes. You know when your your girlfriend's mad? You, sure. You've been there. Yeah. Oh, I've been there. I've slept on your couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that same feeling. And uh, he came off, and he, you know, we had some some stuff, and he said, uh, what the hell? Don't ever go back out there, blah, blah. And he just ran. He just stormed off. And usually we had like a thing after. We talk about the show. We have a bagel and a dreidel. And he just uh, got in the, the car and left. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm in my suit. I went home, just stared at the wall all night. I got no sleep. I was going to say your your life probably stood still. Until, oh, yeah. But then how long after did he finally reach back out to you and say, hey, like, was it soon? Or? He hit me pretty early because I think he was like, ah, I booked this guy. I got to see him again. Let sure. me just make amends. And, and maybe I was a little mean or whatever the hell it was. And uh, that that really helped. He'll, Jerry will probably is the kind of guy who'll probably never do a podcast, right? Like, he just doesn't, it's not, I feel like the, the Colin Quinn and I talk all the time. He's like, I just don't want to do a podcast. He's like, I know there's money in it. I know it'd be successful, but he's like, I just don't want to do it. You no, think like no. He, yeah, th those guys, they, they're just, they don't want to do this. It's I like, would tell him about content and shit in the green room. He's like, ah, shut up. You yeah. young people with that bullshit. I'm like, well, we don't all have a billion dollars and a Porsche collection, you know, so uh, we got to yeah. make it work. Yeah, and that's a fucking great story. Well, I'm, so I'm how long after did Jerry? When did you touch base? He after texted that? the next day, like at noon or something. Thank God. And I was like, oh my god. And I think we were cool. Like I showed up and we kind of talked about it. And I think that actually jumped us up a friendship level in a weird way. I mean, I would have given my left dick to have that never happen, but I think in a weird way it helped. It's like when you get into a fight with your friend, and you, of course you don't want to fight with your friend, but it makes you closer. No, comics right. love watching each other bomb, but have you opened up for him again? Well, COVID hit right after. Ah, yeah. I don't know if he'd have me, but maybe this COVID will help me because he'll forget about that because it's a year ago. Blessing. Yeah. Blessing. Blessing. I love COVID. That's Thank it, you. dude. That's it, man. That's it. COVID, that's the silver lining of COVID. We got, yeah, Norman's back in with Seinfeld. Uh-oh, your, your guy's telling something uh -oh. in Pimps here. The, 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 the background's talking. What are they saying? Uh-oh. Um, there's been a formal request for you both to text Jerry right now. Oh, shut oh, up. Shit. Uh, I can't do it. We Who can't do kidding? it, dude. I'm already worried he's going to see this. I know. No, well, I, if you look at the numbers, nobody really sees this. Uh, you got great numbers. No, I do have pretty good numbers. We're fucking yeah. killing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> One no, day you'll get and listen, Jerry. We can't do it. We can't do it without the fans. Appreciate you so much. Mark, where can people see you? I know that the people listening to this show already know and love Mark Norman and going to go see him in the town, in your town anyway, but where will you be just, just in case? I got a ton of dates coming up. MarkNormanComedy.com uh, for the road dates. Tuesdays with stories. We might be drunk with Sam and check out Out to Lunch on Netflix. It's, I mean, oh, geez, on, on YouTube, Netflix wouldn't have me. Thank there you. you. I'm but a he, failure. He did it the right way. And uh, I'm ChrisDComedy.com. And I'm telling you, here's what I think. I'm just going to put this out there into the world. I, and this truly hasn't happened yet, but I'm just putting it out there. I smell in 2022 going to be a little three headliner tour. 
Ooh. Myself, Mark Norman, Andrew Santino, going to be coming to small theaters and arenas in a city near you. I, I put that out it. there. Put it out there in the world. Maybe Tim Dillon if he's not dead of AIDS. <laughs> Is your mom still single? Thank you. Good night. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. Great up, dude. Yeah. yeah.